This is Church of God Mission International, Bielsa Bishopric Headquarters. We are not just a church, we are one big family. I want you to greet one or two persons and say, Welcome. Today is your day. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the heavenly places. Precious Lord, thank you as you breathe upon your word this morning. We are looking at focusing on Christ for miraculous solutions. Somebody say miraculous solutions. If I may rephrase that word correct, we are talking about supernatural solutions to our issues. Miraculous solutions. Hallelujah. That's what we are looking at because we all know that God, except God intervene in our affairs, we do not have the capacity to contain the opposing forces of darkness. But when, because God is on our side, we are more than conqueror. That's what the Bible says. So you have all it takes to become triumphant in life, victorious in life. As a child of God. I want to deal on a sub-subject how or rather provoking miraculous solutions. Provoking it. Provoking miraculous solutions. As a child of God, you will understand that the Lord expects every one of us to live our life supernaturally. That is our natural habitat. That is our natural exit. That is where God expects us to reign, to rule, to dominate, to exercise dominion over the affairs of life. That is what Christ has come to redeem us and to reveal unto us. And then he has given us the privilege of taking charge over the affairs of life. Hallelujah. We all understand the dimensions and the dynamics of the supernatural operations of God in the life of a man. But then, the greatest challenge that we have is the fact that many people know that Christ died for us. Christ has redeemed us. Christ has set us free. Christ has healed you. Christ has prospered you. Christ has given you victory. Christ, because in Christ, we have all this, we have victory. We are not trying to, but we have victory. In Christ, 
we have dominion in Christ. We are healed in Christ. We have been empowered in Christ. We are highly favored. But the challenge always is men do not know, or believers do not know how to provoke. Somebody say provoke. One more time, use the word provoke. Say provoke. Again, say provoke. Men don't know how to provoke the miraculous. They do not know how to provoke and that is a challenge. You don't have to be begging from here to here for prayer houses or what. No! You need to understand how to provoke the supernatural. And we come into scriptures are put together. But you remember at the pool of Bethesda it's called the pool of Bethesda. The scripture says there was a pool. And in this pool, there were many sick folk that gathered around the pool. And then the scripture says, but at a certain season of the year, an angel comes to stir up the water. Permit me to change the world, but it will not change the content and the context of what I'm trying to say. So, in other words, the scripture says an angel comes up to stare. In other words, an angel comes to provoke the water. And when the waters are provoked, any first person that gets into the water, irrespective of the challenges that person has, the Bible says they shall be made whole. But it is until the waters are provoked. And the Bible speaking about that in New Testament, talking about the stirring of the water, of the spirit of God on the inside of you. The good news is that as a child of God, you don't need anybody to stir the water for you. You need the Holy Ghost to stir the water of life in your spirit. And when that water is stirred up, when you take action upon the world, you will see the miraculous manifest. Praise the name of the Lord. I say praise the name of the Lord. I like to quickly put down that man has a responsibility of provoking the miraculous. Man has a responsibility. You can see that man has a responsibility of provoking the miraculous. God shows us an example of how the angel comes down and provokes the miraculous. And as a child of God, you must understand that the miraculous is your natural state. It's your inheritance in Christ. It's what Christ has given to every one of us. You can work miracles. You can operate in the supernatural realm. You can take the devil, get lost and he will listen to you. You can heal the sick. You can cast out devils. You can silence the voices of opposition. You. Let me tell your neighbor, say you. Say they are talking to you. They are talking to you. They are talking to you. You can. You don't need to be a pastor. You don't need to be a reverend. You don't even need to be whatever. Whether it's right reverend or left reverend. I don't know. You don't need to be it. You just need to be a child of God. Born again. And you are in Christ. Filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. The difference between you 
And those who walk in the miraculous is ignorance. Tell your neighbor, say ignorance. Say it again like you mean it, say ignorance. Ignorance is a difference. Ignorance. When you have the knowledge on how to work out things via the spirit of the living God, you will know that you are a supernatural human being living in the flesh. Glory to God. Learn to provoke the supernatural. I like to say to you, until you provoke the supernatural, the supernatural will not be made manifest. Until somebody provokes it. We are in this service now. If I want to turn this service to a Holy Ghost service, I just know what to do. I can drop this mic and say, everybody stand up. This service will scatter. You will understand that God's grace and power is there. But, it is understanding how to provoke it. Oh, I can turn this service to a healing service. Even though I know that the healing angels are in this service, but I can turn it. I can turn this service to a different service. Oh, is reliant upon my understanding in provoking that supernatural power. Pastor, eh? why are people poor when the Lord say that they, the treasures of the Gentiles shall be converted unto them? Ignorance? Pastor, eh? why are people getting so sick to the point that they lose hope? Ignorance. It has been taken care of. Take, tell your neighbor, it has been taken care of. But you understand that a will written by your father and given to you, maybe he has exit, and your father writes a will and gives the will to you. If you refuse to enforce the will, you can never become a benefactor of that same will. Therefore, the will of the Father is that you live in sound head. The will of the Father is that you prosper. The will of the Father is that you fulfill the number of your days. The will of the Father is that you become fruitful. The will of the Father is that you become or exercise dominion over the affairs of life. That is God's will for your life. And he has paid the price through Jesus Christ. But it is your understanding of the will of God for your life and engage it the same that determine the manifestation thereof. So, for time's sake, what does it take therefore to walk in the supernatural? What does it take, sir, to provoke the supernatural? What does it take? How can I? You don't need to run to anybody. It's an additional blessing when God uses other people to reach out to you. Yes, and then it's a bit, yeah. But you have a primary responsibility to stir the water of the world in your life through the power of the Holy Ghost. And when that is done, then the mother of Jesus said to the disciples, he said, whatsoever he says to you, do it. 
So when the Holy Ghost stirs up the water of the Spirit in your mind, whatever instruction He gives to you, obey, and then there shall be a manifestation of the miraculous. We are not magicians in the house of God. No, no. We walk in the supernatural. We walk in the miraculous. Because that is our natural exit. Praise God. So what does it take? Number one. Know your power source. Help me tell your neighbor. Say know your power source. One more time. Say it again. Say know your power source. Again. Say know your power source. Say it like you mean it. Say know your power source. Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 10. Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 10. Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 10. He said, though, verse number 10, that I may know him. Everybody say that I may know him. One more time, say it again. Say that I may know him. Know who? Christ. That I may know Christ. That I may know Christ. That's number one. Understand? Your power source, your power source is not from me. It's not from anybody. It is from Christ that I may know him. And the power of resurrection, the power that lifted him from the grave, the power that defied the power of death, the power that broke impotency, the power it's called the resurrection power. And then he talk about the fellowship of his suffering. That will be another subject another day. But it's a part of it. The fellowship of his suffering. Being made conformable unto his death. That I may know him. Know your power source. Never rely on your intelligence and your intellectual capacity. Never. Rely on what Christ has already done. Apostle Paul speaking. He said, I can do all things. Look at your neighbor for me. Tell your neighbor, I can do all things. Ask your neighbor, how many things? One more time. Tell your neighbor, all things. One more time. Ask your neighbor, say, how many things? Then answer your neighbor, what? All things. I can do all things through Christ. Take note of that. Through Christ. Not through your ability, not through your intelligence, not through your connection, but through Christ, I can do all, all, A, L, L, raise to power, all, base, all, is still all, all things, great, small, greater, however, I can do all things, alright, let me translate it, you can do all things through Christ. Let me tell your neighbor, you can do all things. Through Christ. That strengthens you. But it is Christ that strengthens it. It's not in our ability, sir. Understanding this, we make you to mesmerize the devil in his territory. Understand that it is Christ. If Christ cannot be defeated, you cannot be defeated. Carry that mentality. Carry that mentality. Grow with that mentality. Take away this pessimism. 
out of your life. Know your power source. Thank you, my little boy, little child. Know your power source. Tell your neighbor, say, know your power source. You know, I've had an encounter with few people in life that sometimes, you know, all these children of the world, they just um, put in a little, a little, uh, what language am I going to use now? A little stone or whatever. But that little thing they put in their pocket and they told them, you can't die. Bullet not go enter you. Knife not go enter you. Recklessly. The people come out recklessly. Even if you are holding a gun before them. Recklessly they tell you, Odeshi, it not go walk. Who told them? The native daughter told them. And the native daughter that told them is killable. Tell your neighbor, their native daughters are killable. Oh, yes, they told them, and because of that, they come out with reckless abandon. How much more the immortal, the invisible God, the God of all things, who says to you, I am with you, you cannot fail, you cannot experience shame. Why can't you, with reckless abandon, believe the word of God? You know, I have, my wife is, I have tested God's word in every ramification and I have found that, that God's word works. It works on everything, sir. Everything. 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 Know your power source. I remember one day me and engineer P.K. Okpara, an electrical engineer with Exxon Mobil, still in Exxon Mobil right now. We drove from a bar and it was late in the night and then we got to a point and that road was dangerous then and he said to me, Papa, I said yes. He said the fuel is finished. A holy anger came upon me. I said finished to where? Where did the fuel finish to? where? I scream. I said, let me tell you something. Heaven has four reservations. And this car can't stop us here until we get to Eket. Ladies and gentlemen, my wife is here. And he knows Kalu. He knows what I'm talking about. We drove that car for more, almost one hour without fuel. This guy is an electrical engineer. He's not just a novice. We drove it. When we got to a carbon bridge in Eket, he looked at me and said, Daddy, I say yes. He said, here, my faith failed me. Instantly, the car went off on top of the bridge. I opened the door, walked out. I said, fix it. You are the one that caused it. I'm going home. <laughs> yes, your faithlessness caused it. Fix it. We walk by faith. Tell your neighbor, we walk by faith. Look at your neighbor one more time and say, we walk by faith. If, all oh doctors, I, I respect you. If 
a medical practitioner, you go to the hospital. And then maybe you are just having some slight headache. But then it goes to the system and comes back and says you are having all those technical language, one big English language that is. And then at the end of it all, it says, look, you are having migraine headache. Meanwhile, you are not even having migraine headache. Now, you go back home, the doctor says, I'm having migraine headache. Oh God, why? Oh God, why? Lord, why me? I've been serving you. I pay my tithe. I give offering. I help the, the, widow, the widows and the poor. Why me? Why? But why? <laughs> but unfortunately, it is because the doctor says so that you believe that you have migraine. Look, don't look at me like that. It has happened to me. As a pastor, I was having acute malaria. And then, and typhoid. And then I went to the hospital and they told me that I have, um, um, what's the name again? They told me that I have. Oh my God. My mind fades me. My faith fades me. Uh, my wife is here, I can tell you. I started getting lean. I was thinking, I will sit down like this. I will lie down. I will see myself. Oh, God punished the devil. Help me tell your neighbor, say, God punished the devil. I will wake up like this. I will be seeing myself. They carry all my cars and all my luggages in the house, coughing in front, and then they are carrying me to my village. Wow, that's what I was seeing. Malaria, no good. I was reducing. I, I was leaning. So one day I said, ah, what is going on here? I went to one hospital where they do HIV. I don't know what is going on. So the guy ran the test. I've taken all malaria drugs. It never worked. The guy took all the day, ran all the tests. Because I told him that they say I have hepatitis. Hepatitis. Two. So, so the doctor called me and said, where did you get the information that you have hepatitis? I said, it was the doctor that said it. He said, sorry. You have acute malaria. What caused it is that a, a blood drop. I don't know where he explained it. Drop. Maybe that's what they saw and they said you have this and that. He said, okay, I recommend for you four packets of what's that drug again? Coatem. Coatem. He recommended four packets of coatem for that malaria. So I took it. I was there. I was finally free from the spirit of death. Then my body began to come back again, alive. Do you see that? Information brings a deformation. Or information can also make you to become what you are. That is why the scriptures emphasize that in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15, it says study. Everybody say study. study. One more time, tell your neighbor, say study. It says study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman who needs not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. You need to have an understanding of the scripture, sir. Know your power source. When the devil points his hand at you, understand where you are coming from. I am hid in Christ and Christ is hid in God. My God. Tell the devil, get lost. 
Remember, you must enforce it. If you don't enforce it, it will not work. Praise God. I say praise God. Are we together in the house? So know your power source. Know your power source. You must progressively know, become more deeply and intimately acquainted with Christ. Praise God. That you must understand. To know his power overflowing from his resurrection. Number two. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Help me tell you, say, ye to the Holy Spirit. One of the greatest challenges that we have, why we cannot walk in the supernatural, is the fact that we are, our inability to yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit is the greatest challenge. Help me tell you, ye to the Holy Spirit. Oh yes. Our inability to yield to the Holy Spirit is the greatest challenge. And you know, I cannot do it by myself. You cannot do it by yourself. We cannot do it by ourselves. We need the Holy Spirit, oh my God, to help us, my God, to teach us all things, to show us all things. We need the person of the Holy Spirit. We need the influence of the Holy Spirit. We need him. It is the Holy Spirit that directs. It is the Holy Spirit that gives you a divine instruction or rather divine directives in your life. Your ability to understand the directive of the Holy Spirit and act upon it will lead you to an explosion of the miraculous. Let me, somebody say Holy Spirit. One day, I went to Lagos for administration. And then in Sapple, before I came down to Yenegua, I finished my services, and then on Sunday, I finished my service. And then on Sunday evening, thereabout, I received a call. And the call was coming from my resident pastor. He said, sir. I said, yes. He said, we did not want to tell you because we didn't want to obstruct your programs. Yes. He said, mama came to church. What did they say you do? Slump? What, how? Say you. What was the problem? You are laughing? It's good to laugh now. Praise God. And then they said they rushed out to the hospital. But the case is critical. I say critical. I say yes. I say critical. I say yes. Ah, That's okay. Except I say yes. It can't happen. Tell your neighbor. Say except I say yes. It can't happen. Is that correct? Yes, that's what the Bible said. It said, whatsoever you shall bind on the earth shall be bind in heaven. And whatsoever you shall loose on the earth shall be loose in heaven. Simplify the English language. What do you mean by to bind? It's simple to say, no, it can't happen. So I got back home. I went to the hospital before my arrival. See her now. She's having her hair back. Before my arrival, every hair in her head dropped. They pulled off and dropped. And then I met the doctor. Sir, what can we do? Hmm. Say, Reverend, you need to pray. 
Because what was it that time? What did they call that? Thing? So he had kidney, liver problem. At the same time, where is he coming from? God punished the devil and his father-in-law. hospital. Doctor, what shall we do? He says, Sir, we have to take her to a professional. They have to cut a part of her body. They have to put ca a camera and then they have to go through her system. But, sir, 50-50 chance. If in the process, that camera touch any organ, she's dead. I said, really? He said, yes. So I went back home. I said, okay, I'm coming back. I went back to my house. I took the honorar room that they gave to me from that program. I went inside the church. I placed it on the altar. I said, Father, if you are a bad father, prove yourself. But if you are a good father, prove yourself. I have dropped the seed. I'm gone. So I went back to the hospital. My wife is here. I said, Doctor. I said, yeah, discharge her. He said to me, Reverend, what are you doing? I said, discharge her. He said, okay, sign. I sign. He said, but I, I still recommend something, sir. I said, yes. Please go to, what is that hospital? Ogara. Go to Ogara Teaching Hospital. Let them do what, what, what. I said, thank you. So I carried her to the house. Then I said, okay, let's go to Ogara. We went to Ogara Teaching Hospital. When they finished the test, they, when we came, the doctor said, no, 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 no. You have to go and do another test. I said, why? He said, because the person who owns this test cannot be alive. I said, okay, no problem. Let's go. So we're going. My wife said to me, say, mine. I said, yes. Say, I don't tire. Let me go. I said, shut up before I sound you with the Holy Ghost sound. Hear me? Because I'm talking about the supernatural. You don't need to run head-to-scatter first. You have the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Lord resides on the inside of you. Provoke it and then you will see the manifestation of God's grace upon your life. Hear me? So, we went home. While we were going home, the Lord said to me, when you get home, go look for pineapple. Buy pineapple. Squeeze the water. Use warm water to give pineapple to her morning and evening. So I came and said, this is what God told me. I only discovered that doctors had recommended that now. I never. So I did that. So we went to the hospital the next day. They said, hey, after the test, said, hey, this one is better now. That one was not a living person. So after we finished, my they said, we are going to do what? I don't forgot. My wife said, mine. I said, yes. I am not the go hospital again. I said, okay. No problem. Let's go home. She couldn't go to work. She was almost like bedridden. Then we started by prayer. 
Who is he that is a native daughter that is conjuring? You are greater than the native daughter because of the Christ that is on the inside of you. When a man begins to conjure for you, you do the highest conjuring. She was in the house. No more hospital. No more drugs. I was only giving her what I heard God said. Pineapple and warm water. Pineapple water. That was it. Pium, pium. All her hair. Grow back. Her feet stood up. She's resumed work. What are you not talking about? Tell your neighbor, God is a miracle working God. I'm not here to preach you about theology and fantasy. No, sir. I've been through life. I've been in life. I've been through things in my life that I do not come here because I know every time we have an encounter in church, it's an issue of life and death. I am a product of the miraculous finger of God. My mother is in church this morning. Let me try to run up. No, she's always with me, you know. I pick her up. Now, hear me. She gave birth to five of us. I was the eldest. Others followed. One day, the last one got sick. Six days after, he died. The next other six days, the next one died. The next other six days, the next one died. The next other six days, the fourth one died. I was exempted. Look at your neighbor. Say, I am exempted from calamity. Talk to somebody for me. Say, I am exempted from calamity. So when you see me preaching, know where I'm coming from. I'm not coming from, from an air-conditioned room because vultures, they don't look for air-conditioned room. They go to where the carcass are. My God, every devil is a liar. What, what, why did I say so? Yielding to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit brought up an idea. An idea that changes the whole equations. You must learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. As many as are led by the Spirit of the living God, they are the sons of the living God. It is by the leadership of the Spirit. Not just a hula bullet Christianity. No! No! Listen to the Holy Ghost. When you are leaving the house, listen to the Holy Ghost. When you are in your car, listen to the Holy Ghost. When you are in the bedroom, listen to the Holy Ghost. When you are in the kitchen, please hear him. Listen to the Holy Ghost. Help me tell your neighbor. Say neighbor. Learn to hear the voice of the spirit. If you want to walk in the supernatural. Learn to hear what? The voice of the spirit. Tell your neighbor, say, the voice of the spirit. <laughs> One more time. I say, tell your neighbor, say, hear the voice of the spirit. Yes. That's what you are in Christ. He, you have been empowered, sir. You are not a less privileged child of God. You are highly privileged. Tell your neighbor, you are highly privileged. And help me talk to somebody. Say, you will not fail in this life. Say, make up your mind according to what Christ has said that you will not fail in this life. No, you will not fail. Make up your mind. 
Jesus did design you for failure. And if he has not done that, there is no power in hell that can make you fail. Except you yourself decided to fail. I am going forward. Yes, I am. Tell your neighbor, I am going forward. Yes, I am. Oh, yes. Learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you another testimony. There was one day, you know, I love driving. You know, people are pressurizing me, say, get driver. I fired many of them on the road. I love driving. And I, I like buying good cars and I drive. When air started disappointing I, on my program, I decided, no. I drive. Oh boy, I love driving. Tell your neighbor, say, I love driving. Can I tell you something? I never learned driving in my life. I never learned driving. One day, I read a stumble in the scripture. I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. My wife is there. If it's not correct, challenge me. Open. I did not. From the scripture, that was it. The second day, somebody came and said, Pastor, I said, yes. Do you know how to drive? I said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. He did not understand. Because if you have understood, he won't give me his car. And then he gave me the car, but and entered the house. If he was there, when I even owned the ignition, the guy would say, pack my car, pack my car, pack my car. Glory to God. The scriptures, I never learned how to drive. I use the scriptures. I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. I know how to do electricity. I never learned it. I never sat under anybody. It is the scripture. I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. There are many things I do today all by the revelation of the scripture. Not that I learned it from anywhere. Your Bible is real. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, your scriptures are real. Tell they are living. They are living. It's a living world. It's not a dead world. It's a living world. We are not in church to play status. No, 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 no. We are here because we know of the power of God. So, God help me. So, I was driving this day. I like running. I drive 140 kilometers per hour. 160. Oh yes. I drive them. I didn't say you should drive it too. Leave me and the Holy Ghost alone. Everybody that enters my car, they will be holding brake on my behalf. But one day, I carried one pastor. He got to a point and said, sir, stop, 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 stop. He opened the door and said, I know they follow you again. You can go. But hear this. On this faithful day at Ogui Road in Enugu, I was driving. Somebody was seated. And then, I got to a point. I heard the Holy Ghost said, bring your speedometer down. So I brought it down to 120. Then he said, bring it down. So I brought it down to 100. As we're still going, he said, bring it down. So I brought it down to 80 kilometers per hour. Then we're moving, we're going, we're going. Then I heard, bring it down. 
So I brought it down to 60 kilometers per hour. Then the guy who sat with me said, I got it. I said, yes. I've never seen you drive, drive like this. I said, I'm just hearing God. As soon as I finished saying that, there was a car parked. There was a car parked this way, car parked this way. As soon A child who was selling things I never knew, I never saw. The next thing I saw was that a child entered and my car picked the child up, went up my bonnet door to the tarot tower. Escrita exploded. Everybody said, run, run, run. I said, no, you die once, not twice. Yes. Now, I don't feel dead like that. You die once, not twice. I said, I won't. Whatever I want to happen, let it happen. So I came down, picked up the child with the escalator, entered the car, whew, to the hospital. We got to the hospital. The doctors rushed. They cleaned her up, cleaned the child up, and then everything came out. He asked me, sister. I said, yes. He said, who are you? I said, I am Reverend Alex. He said, no wonder. Go and serve your God very well. I said, what is the problem? He said, there is no single scratch on the child. Now, now, I carried the child, put back in my car, drove back to the same spot where if you have accident, they burn you alive. I went back there. People gathered. Everybody was hailing. Who were they hailing? Me? Yes. But that is it. The blessing came to me. The glory belonged to the Lord. If I have not yielded to the instructions and the voice of the spirit, one time I would have killed that child. And nobody knows if I would have been here today as a pastor. You see what I'm talking about? You must learn to follow the voice of the Holy Spirit in whatever you do. Stop saying you are in charge. You are not in charge. Help me tell your neighbor, you are not in charge. Subsequent times, I will teach on that. The two influence of life, but not today. For you to understand that no one of us is in charge. We are all influenced. Influenced by light or influenced by darkness. You say, my we, you don't have anyone. When the forces of light or darkness have by from the invisible realm hmm, predicted, or let me say, I call it the predeterminate counsel of God. Right? There is nothing you can do, sir. There is you do all you know to do. That's why I said to you, for some of you here, you are here. When you sleep and you have a bad dream, check yourself. Either you wake up and pray or pray that Lord, whenever I sleep and it's an attack, it's a bad dream, don't allow me to wake up until I have the victory. Oh yes, I changed my prayers. That's what helped me. Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, listen to the Holy Spirit. Oh yes, listen, listen, listen. It's very important. Listen to the Holy Spirit. One day I was in Miracle Center, pastor seminar, and then they were teaching, and suddenly tears began to drop where I was writing. So I quickly got up and went outside of Miracle Center. I went and entered into a small room, and I began to pray, 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 and I began to pray. Began to pray. So after most prayers with tears, what is happening here? Then suddenly, when it stopped, I pick up my phone. I call my wife. Then we're in Cross River State. I call a bomb precisely. Am I right? I call my wife. I say, man, is there anything happening in the house? He said, yes, so the house almost burned down. 
But thank God it's now under control. I said, because the Lord gave me a body. I, let, I ran out of the hall and I was crying and praying. That stopped the casualty that would have happened. I said to somebody here, you will not fall a casualty to the hand of the devil. Praise God. Tell your neighbor, you to the Holy Spirit. You can find that in John chapter 14 verse 12. You can read on yourself. But I don't have time. Number three. Believe that with God all things are possible. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. Can we all read together one to go? But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Somebody say all. all. One, one more time. Say A-L-L. -L. All. all. Say with God, all things are possible. Say pastor, what, what does that suggest to me? God is saying with God, you can be restored. With God, you can be healed. With God, you can be elevated. With God, you can get appointments. With God, you can get great contract that nobody believes you can have. With God, you can have peace of mind. With God, you can excel in life. As a student, with God, you can excel. Why? With God, all things, all things, all things, all things. Not some things, not few things. All, 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 all things are possible. That's why I hate people who have the impossibility mentality. When you walk with me, you will know. I take a no for no answer. When you tell me it's not possible, I will do it before your eyes so you will know that it is possible. Help me look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Did you hear that? With God, all things are possible. Say it again. Say, with God, all things are possible. Help me say to somebody, God can change your story. Change your story. One more time, look at somebody, say, God will change your story. Change your story. Say it again like you mean it, say, God will change your story. And help me look at somebody and say, God has never failed before. And God cannot fail you. Help me talk to somebody and say, if God has not failed before, he cannot start with you to become a failure. Believe that with God all things are possible with God. All things. I have tested it. I have proven it. I have lived in that realm. All things are possible. I have not seen anything that God's word cannot do. God is omnipotent. With God, all things are possible. Nine thirty. Come on, lift up your hands and say, God, thank you. 
Because we do all things are possible. And I declare with my mouth. As I enter this week. I walk into victory. I walk into testimonies. My story is changing. This week. I will come back with a testimony. This week. I will hear good news. This week. The hand of the Lord. Shall rise on my behalf. And finally this week. I am coming back with a new dancing step. Practice it. Practice it. Practice it. Just practice it. A new dancing step. Just practice it. Just, just practice, 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 practice. Just practice them, practice them, practice them, practice them. Practice your new dancing step. Except you don't believe the world. Because I know something is happening in your life right now. There is a testimony hitting your life right now. There is power hitting, changing stories in your life now. Oh, sing your music, dance your dance. It is your testimony. Sing your music, dance your dance. It is your testimony. Sing your music, dance your dance.